welcome to the Sincerely Mere podcast, the podcast taking a Christ-centered approach to holistic health along with a focus on slow, conscious living, and of course, cultivating nourishing, sustainable habits for you and your family. Today, I am joined by Katie Doherty. Katie is a 32-year-old New Yorker who is an NASM certified personal trainer with specializations in women's fitness and an IIN health coach. IIN stands for Institute of Integrative Nutrition, if you wanted to look into that. Um, Through her own personal journey, she realized working out impacts so much more than just the number on the scale, quote unquote, and that we as women can and should play to the different strengths we experience in each phase of our cycle in order to see the best results. We don't give 100% day in and day out. We can and do benefit from toning it down. Um, On Instagram, she's known as tone it down, tone underscore it underscore down with some extra ends at the end. And... I don't know. Very clever. Very clever. Um, (laughs) Sorry, had to throw that in there. Uh, But anyway, all this and more is why she created Tone It Down, a workout brand that is built around taking a woman's unique physiology into consideration. Her passion is helping her clients optimize their training while respecting and honoring their bodies so that they can thrive rather than just survive. Um, And this this was a very beautiful way... uh, very descriptive, very um, in-depth, and Katie just does so well at uh, relating and being very personable. Um, I personally did her program for uh, like three months, I think. Um, I was part of her, um, I think it's MOVE program. Um, I recently unsubscribed, but only because I started to kind of get the hang of it. Um, I was like, okay, I'm really liking these specific workouts, like during this phase of my cycle, all that stuff. Um, and today's episode is all about, you know, syncing up your workouts with your cycle in order to get the best results, to feel your best, all of the good stuff. Um, but anyway, like I said, I was uh, personally a part of her program for a little while. Um, and I just love the way that she lays everything out. It is so uh, clear, distinct. Her website actually just got revamped and it looks amazing. It's even more easily like um, navigated now. So definitely give her uh, program, you know, go check it out. She talks about it more at the end of the interview, of course, but um, I did just want to give a personal testimony. Like this program is the real deal. It's so thorough, so easy to navigate, easy to understand. The workouts are hard. (laughs) They're hard, you know, when they're supposed to be. But um, (laughs) anyway, uh, with that, I think I'll stop, you know, talking your ear off and we can just jump right into the interview. Um, Here is Katie. All right, Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Miriam. Yes, yes. I'm so glad you were able to come on. Um, For starters, did you want to just introduce yourself and share a little bit about you? Sure. Yeah. So my name is Katie. Um, I am a, I guess the way I'll lead is I'm a health coach and a personal trainer. Um, But more specifically, I got involved in this cyclical fitness world of the fitness side, the cyclical fitness part of the fitness world, um, just because I was, you know, like many people, I grew up um, as an athlete. I played 
lacrosse in college. And then after, after college, I just got into the CrossFit world and more into the HIT high-intensity interval training side of things. Um, and I just completely burnt myself out. Um, it was, you know, other things contributed to that, but that was a main factor. Um, but with fitness being such a big part of my life, I didn't want to completely cut it out. So I was like, there has to be a better way to do this. So um, that's how I really dove into the world of um, cyclical fitness. And I, you know, I had to take a step back from myself. But once I started working out again, that's what I, that's the what I implemented. Um, and I saw it worked very well with my body. Um, so from there, I was like, okay, this needs to be a thing. So I created Tone It Down, which is my um, business, which is all about optimizing your workouts. Um as a female. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, okay. So then you already kind of touched on this as far as like getting interested in this type of work. Yeah. Uh, was it solely like the burnout that led you, led you to it? Or was there any like health influencer or anybody that like kind of inspired you? Or was it just solely like, I need to find the answer. So you just dove in and found the answer. <laughs> um, a little bit of both. Actually, I, um, I, started hardcore researching because I, I, I took off six months, um, just walked and I had come from a really, I was a personal trainer at a gym and it was like a high intensity interval training type gym. Um, and I had been working finally with a functional nutrition, um, practitioner and I, and they were like, you gotta cut it out. So I cut off the intense workouts. I just walked and I started to see so many things improve. Um, like my hair was coming out, my period was missing, my stomach was a mess, my sleep was all over the place. Um, anxiety, acne, like you name it, I was dealing with it. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, intense workouts were the complete catalyst to all of this, but they were absolutely not helping. Um, Mm -hmm. so I completely walked for six months and then I was like, there needs to be a way for me to be able to work out again, but not burn myself out. So I dove into it. I came across, um, Alyssa Vitti or Vitti. Um, I came across the Balanced Buyer Sisters. Um, and I came across, um, Kelsey from Buns and Balance. So they had all, Mm -hmm. you know, I had kind of seen it all in my research and then they were all kind of like validating it by saying this is real too. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, so where's the program I could do that has this in it? There was no program. So I was like, all right. I was personal training my own clients at the time. I'm like, we're doing this. I'm going to create it. So I ended up creating it, following it myself, had some of my girls follow it. And I saw some awesome results. And I was like, this needs to be pushed out to the masses. That is super awesome. That's really, really cool. Um, So, okay. Can you just break down the basics for us, like when would you do maybe a higher intensity workout? And then when would you maybe settle for like a walk or something like that? Like, how do you gauge that with your cycle? Sure. So the basics are menstrual phase, you kind of want to start out slower. Um, Yes, your hormones are at their lowest. So you technically could get in a good workout if you wanted to, but you kind of need to take in all the other 
um, factors into considerations. People, uh, PMS is very common, unfortunately. Um, you also right. ju- are just coming out of your luteal phase, which is where you're so susceptible to the effects of stress and your body's doing so much to prep you for your period. So menstrual phase, you want to take it slower. Start out slow. Um, start with the walks, stretching, mobility work, and then you can pick it up. Start to increase the weights as the days go on. Start to increase your cardio as the days go on. Whatever your favorite type of workout is, you can bump up the intensity as your days go on. Um, Then you get into your follicular phase and that's when energy is good, hormone levels are still low, so your body is able to withstand stress. And also another important thing to note is your metabolism is going slower at this point. So if you want to... increase fat loss, or if you want to increase your cardio adaptations, now's the time to hit it hard with cardio, start lifting the heavy weights, um, pick up intensity is, is safe here. Then we get to ovulatory phase. That's when you should be feeling your best, your energy should be high, your hormones are still at a good spot to withstand stress, but they're also at a great place to put on muscle mass, to build muscle mass. So you want to monopolize on that. So you want to lift heavy here. Um, if you're doing cardio, you can introduce intervals here, go for the longer, harder runs here. Um, and then as you get towards your luteal phase, there's like two fa- two halves of this phase, I like to say. The first half, you're still okay to lift some heavy weights, but you want to back off on the cardio and the intensity of your workouts. So go slower um, because your body's more susceptible to stress, um, the effects of stress at this time. Um, And then the second half of luteal phase, this is where you really want to tone it down, um, lessen the intensity, (laughs) pun intended. (laughs) I got it, I got it. um, Of your cardio and really lower the weights, let your body absorb what you did that whole past cycle and just focus on intention rather than intensity that week. Awesome. Um, Okay, so you covered literally everything in that question. So um, if that was really good, thank you. Um, No clarifying questions. Um, If you're good, then we can jump into like the audience questions. Yeah, sure. Cool. Um, Okay, so the first one, what to do if I don't have my cycle back after having a baby? Okay, I feel like this is a loaded question um, because there are many reasons. Of course, your body, you know, you know, you could be breastfeeding and and the signal to start ovulating again is not there yet, or your body's just you're not getting sleep. You're you may be lacking in nutrients and your body doesn't have all the energy it needs to support a healthy ovulation. So there could be a lot of reasons why you're not getting your period here. Um, but if you, you know, if it's just in that couple of months after and, and you're waiting for it to come back, um, what I suggest, if there's no other underlying like reasons that your body's under amounts of stress, then I suggest working out with the phases of the moon, because that is a natural cycle that we can all follow. It's very accessible to us. Um, and it kind of mimics the energies of our cycle. Um, so you can start by a new moon. So like the opposite of a full moon, um, that you can treat as a menstrual phase. Um, and then as you go from the new moon to a full moon within those weeks, you, would do like a week of menstrual style workouts, then a week of follicular workouts. Then as you get to the full moon, 
work out as if it was your ovulatory phase. And then from there, the next two week, two or so weeks, you can work out as if it's going from ovulatory to luteal phase workouts. And then at the next new moon, you can work out as if it was your new menstrual cycle. And hopefully, you know, syncing that up syncs you up to nature and eventually brings you back um, to your period. But above mm-hmm. all else, pay attention to how you feel because if you are a new mom and you have, you're have you burning the candle at both ends, no need to work out intensely at this point in your life. Right. Yeah. I had a completely different postpartum experience my second time around. After I had my first son, Asher, I hit like that six week mark. And that's when everybody's like, okay, you can do whatever you want now. Yeah. Um, I was not not there. I was not ready. I remember trying an ab workout and I was like, like, nope, that's not happening. (laughs) Like it was awful. And then with Thomas, I was like ready. Like I had so much energy. I had healed up really nicely. Like I had torn a little bit and my midwife, it was like healed before six weeks, like completely. Um, and I was like, she, she had said, you know, like if you're, if working out's your thing, you can like ease your way back into it. And it never really had been like working out was never something. I know we talked a little bit about this, you and me, Katie, like working out was never like a passion of mine by any means, but it definitely was something I wanted to implement this postpartum and just, you know, for beyond, I guess. Um, And uh, finding your account it was like perfect because I could join your like monthly program and then just like ease my way into it that way. Like I could adjust whatever workouts I needed and I went with the faces of the moon and it was like the perfect like ease into it postpartum, I guess. So any other moms in that situation, I highly recommend. (laughs) It's so, it's so true though. It's like bio-individual, like you said from Mm -hmm. your first to your second, it was so different. So it's like, you know, maybe there's pressure to start working out or you get the clear, you're all clear, go for it. But you're like, just don't feel ready. Well, then don't push it. Like just listen, tune into yourself, listen to yourself because you're the one who's in your body. So you're going to know best. Exactly. Yep. Um, Okay. Next question. What's the easiest way to track your ovulation? There's a lot of ways. Um, The way the Easiest signs that your body gives you are um, cervical mucus for sure. Um, It ramps up. It gets to be more of like an egg white consistency right around just before and right on ovulation. Um, Also body temperature. If you track your body temperature, that is um, very telling. Um, You'll notice if you do it for a couple of months, you'll start to notice a pattern that um, right after ovulation happens, your temperatures spike noticeably. Um, so if you have some, I, I use a temp drop, it's just super easy. Um, and it records my temps for me and charts them for me. Um, also sex drive ramps up. It's no, it's no coincidence that your sex drive is going to ramp up when your body's most fertile. So keep a lookout for that or your, your mood, your energy might increase. Um, those are all, you know, goes with the changes and the fluctuations of our hormones at that time. Um, I also use LH strips, which might help our ovulation predictor kits. Um, when you see a spike in LH, that's a good sign that in the next like 24 to 36 hours ish, you could um, potentially ovulate. So that's a good also indicator. It's not, you know, a sign directly from your body. You need a little test strip to show you that, but um, that's also an easy thing. That's like, all right, this is the time within the next 
one to two days. Um, so LH strip, cervical mucus, body temp, mood, libido. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think especially for the, for women who like co-sleep with their babies or have a baby, like a newborn temp drops, probably going to be like your best bet to help with like temperature, uh, body temperature, just because you're waking up a lot. It's hard to like gauge if you've been sleeping for four hours, you know, straight or whatever, like the minimum is. So just something to throw out there for moms. Like if this is something you're wanting to do, temp drops probably going to be going to make your life easier. (laughs) If you're trying to do that. I, I don't have temp drop yet. But that's, I haven't even attempted to track my temperature yet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But when I, when I finally get there, temp drops, what I'll be getting for sure. It's it's good because it records it while you're sleeping. So it takes it while you're at complete rest where other oral ones, they work and they're good, but it requires you to remember to take it right when you wake up. And also a couple of other little factors that are just like inconvenient right when you wake up. So I just put my temp drop on my arm before bed and then sync it to my phone right when I take it off. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, Okay. And last one, I have no idea where to start when it comes to tracking my cycle, any resources you recommend? Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's out there now, which I love because I think it's becoming more and more like accessible, which I'm so happy about because I didn't know the first thing about this in high school yeah. or when I first got my period. They don't teach you. They don't. <laughs> I was just like, I actually was naturally cycling for a while. And then late in college, I ended up going on birth control and terrible idea, but I didn't know it at the time. Yeah, I same. <laughs> right? But we don't know any better. And also maybe it is a good choice for somebody. But for me, I, it just wasn't – I wish I knew better. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, great resources. I kind of mentioned them before, but Buns and Balance is awesome, Kelsey. Um, uh, the Balance Buyer Sisters are great. Um, and Mad Healthy, Maddie from Mad Healthy is also – those were like the three main accounts that I – followed. And it's sad because Instagram is where I got a lot of my cycle information from. Um, also Alyssa Vitti is amazing. Um, and, uh, and those, it was sad because that's like where I got my, like I was just saying my, most of my cycle information from, it wasn't from my gyno. It wasn't from my health teachers. It was through that and through Googling and researching. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, and then of course you, I mean, you're maybe not so much like cyclical, like, you know, information, but you have so much good information about just how to nurture your body as a whole. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> um, I know. Okay. So her name's Ryan Merritt. She's not, she's a little bit of a smaller account, but she has a lot of amazing information about the fertility awareness method. We actually have an episode, I think it's the first season, it's either the first or second season I do with her and we talk about that. Um, and then if you are into literature or like reading, uh, taking charge of your fertility, that's yes. going to give you a lot of, yeah. <laughs> that'll oh, yes. give you a lot of information on how to track your cycle and stuff. But it's like, it's an intense read. It's really thick. <laughs> 
So yeah, I mean, most people want things quick and easy now. That's why social media is good for that. But then at the same time, you're like, is this legit or not? But exactly. Yeah, that's, that's been a whole, a whole thing is like being able to weed it out because that's like, you know, it's like you can take the information, but you can't just run with it until you take time to actually research it. Exactly. Exactly. That's so, so get your ideas from that and then do more research. Yes. Yes, <laughs> exactly. If you come to my page, I research the crap out of everything before I put it out there because I know yep. that that's, I've fallen victim to that too, where misinformation is put out and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the truth. But just yep. got to do your research and also like see what works for you. Just because somebody says something is good or something sh- is, is good for you at a certain time in your cycle or what have you doesn't mean it's necessarily true for you. So of course, always take into account your biofeedback when you do anything, working out, anything. anything. Okay. Well, that's all the questions that I have. If you want to share everything about what you offer, your page, your courses, your one-on-one information, go ahead. Sure. Yeah. So I have um, my Instagram page is Tone It Down, which is basically where I'm doing everything out of so far. I know everybody says get into TikTok, but one thing at a time. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I'll get there. (laughs) Um, It's a lot. It is. It's a job. It Um, is. So I have my Instagram page, which has a ton of information on it. But then I also have um, sp- specific programs, I, which you're, you're part of my MOVE program, um, mm-hmm. which is a monthly um, cyclical fitness workout program. So it teaches you how to optimize your training as a woman and take advantage of the ebbs and flows of your body. Um so that is my move program that is completely self-guided. You could do it from at home or in a gym. Um, and then I have a build. Uh, it's called build. So that's move. I have build also, which is more of like a progressive overload structured program. Um, and right now I do that as sort of like a hybrid. So I do one call a week with clients and then I send them four workouts to do according to the phase that are in that they're in. And it's more of like a strength building program, but I'm currently working on getting that as a self-guided version on my website as well. So that should be up in the next month or two. And then the last thing I do is one-on-one. So we could do an hour long personal training session, no matter where you're at in your cycle, or if you're, I'm, I'm currently working with, um, from some, some pregnant mamas too. So no matter where you're at, I got you. (laughs) Cool. Yep. Yeah. I, I absolutely love your page, everything you put out. You're so, your delivery is so good. Like I just, I love it. (laughs) Very, very glad I found you. (laughs) I got you. I can watch wash up. What is that that video? Every yeah, day the face like, massage. Yes, that, I'm like, this is this is so calming. This is like right here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you. Um, okay, well, thank you, Katie, so much. This was great. Thank right you. Right to Mary. the point. I like that. <laughs> I, like, who do, who's got time for anything else? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving a five-star rating and review. Everything I mentioned today will be linked in the episode description below. If you would like to keep up with my day-to-day life, you can find me at Sincerely Mir on Instagram.